This episode is brought to you by Hostfully. Using Hostfully, you can create a free digital guidebook for your listing so that you can save time creating a professional experience for every guest that comes and visits your spot. Learn more at hostfully.com. Welcome to Get Paid for Your Pad, the definitive show on Airbnb hosting, featuring the best advice on how to maximize profits from your Airbnb listing, as well as real-life experiences from Airbnb hosts all over the world. Welcome. Get paid for your pad. Get paid for your pad. Get paid for your pad. What's up, everybody? Episode number 316 of Get Paid for Your Pad. I am here in San Diego with Eric Muller, and we're going to be telling you all about the location where we're at. But this podcast is all about values. What are values? Why are they important for you and your business? And how do you figure out what your values are? So we're going to dive deep into this topic. But before we do that, we want to update you on what me and Eric are working on. And if you don't know Eric, if you haven't heard about him, Eric is the host of the Airbnb Mastery Summit. And me and Eric have been working together on SDR Legends, a mastermind for large operators, and also the Short-Term Rental Profit Academy, which is an online coaching program for people who want to get started managing other people's properties. So we're going to dive deep into the values. But first, uh, Eric, what's up? And tell me, what do you feel? How do you feel about our new spot here in San Diego? What's up, homie? And what's up, everybody out there in the podcast world. Yeah, this spot is pretty damn incredible, man. We uh, you know, j- just got here what a few days ago or it's been about a week, I guess. Um so I just moved in, you know, full time into this property and it's uh it's right on Sail Bay. So if anybody who is familiar with uh San Diego, we're right on Sail Bay. It's pretty incredible. Overlooks the entire bay. It's a three bedroom, three bath. So we got this place to really have a place to uh, you know, connect with each other, but then also have our employees come out, have uh have some team members come out, do some creative stuff. And uh, I think the coolest part about this house is the amount of uh beds and people we can stay here. So you want to tell them a little bit about that? Yeah, so this is really a unique property. And, uh, you know, I always like to think that the universe brings things on your path. As Tony Robbins says, that life happens for you, not to you. And so it, it it was like all the stars aligned, essentially. Like I came down to San Diego and Eric found this incredible property. And there's a few reasons why it's incredible. Well, first of all, it's like you said, it's on the bay. It's got three bedrooms, which means that we can we can camp out here and we have a studio that we can use to create a lot of content and stuff. But also it's got 10 fold-out Murphy beds, I think what they're called. Yeah. Just a just a quick backstory. The person that uh, that bought this place initially, uh, he was a sailor and he wanted to have a place to host his entire crew before he'd go on uh, on the big journeys on the boat. And so he uh, he built all these Murphy beds into the walls in the living room, in the office, like they're all over the place. So it's a perfect place for us to hold some uh, some mini events and to be able to host some people. So it's uh yeah, it's an it's an incredible place. It's very unique and it's very inspiring, which is very important as well. As uh, me and Eric are going to be creating a lot of content, as he mentioned, now that we're uh, spending a few months uh, in the same place. 
And so I think, you know, to be in a place that feels inspiring is really important when you're trying to create something. So yeah, I'm super pumped, uh, super pumped about this, but let's dive into, let's dive into values. Cause one of the things that me and Eric have done uh, this week is we sat down and spent a couple of days really thinking about what's the impact that we want to have on the industry. What's the impact that we want to have on you know, other people's lives with everything that we're doing. And, uh, and one thing we did is, uh, we did an exercise where we, where we figured out what are our values and how do we communicate those? And so I think this is a really important topic, not just for when you're trying to build a, any, any type of business, essentially as a, as a business owner, you want to know what your values are. You want to know how to communicate them. If you remember, and if you've listened to episode number 283, where I chatted with a social impact expert, the biggest takeaway that I took from that episode was that 87% of consumers prefer to work with businesses that align with their values. And so it's really important to be able to communicate those your your values as as a business owner and that that applies to any business including a short term rental business whether you run like 100 units or 10 units or whether you have you know just a spare room even then you it's still a business and you still want to be able to understand what your values are and communicate them um, because that will attract the the right guests into your space so the question really is, first of all, like, what are values? Eric, what's, what's your thoughts? Yeah, so this is, um, kind of give some backstory on this. Core values, we just focused the last week or so really dialing in our core values, right? And as you just mentioned, consumers really align with companies that they feel that they can connect with, that they're aligned with, that they have the same purpose, that they share the same values, right? So somebody who's into a green lifestyle necessarily wouldn't start buying products from a company that is, you know, completely against that, if that makes sense, right? So you want the values, the values of your company are really in a book that we're going through now is called Scaling Up and also another book called Traction. I recommend Traction to a lot of people, to all your listeners that are, are starting to grow grow their companies. Traction actually walks you through your core values. And what Traction talks about is values are the soul of your company, right? So we have two sets of values. We have our personal core values, you know, so like some core values of mine personally is integrity, happiness, uh, healthy lifestyle, right? So it's like we have certain certain core values that I, I literally make decisions off of on how I live my life. And then we have our core values of when we come into our company. And when we sit down and look at our company, you're like, all right, what are we creating here? Regardless if we're running a couple of you know, short-term rental units or growing a huge tech company or a real estate company, whatever it is, no matter where your size is, size of your business is, your company needs core values because this it breaks down the soul of the company. It explains who you are, what you believe in, who you're servicing, and that's going to attract your ideal customers. And it's also going to attract your ideal employees in the future. So your core values, when you say, and we'll walk everybody through exactly how to do this and kind of give some some pointers on on the best way of uh, structuring this, but. 
Core values, like I, I mentioned multiple times now, is the soul, right? So when, when we're stepping back and looking at our company, we want to ask ourselves some pretty important questions of, you know, who are we? Like, who are, who's the owners of these companies? Are, are, if you're a solo owner, if you have business partners, whatever that is, it's like, who are the individuals that are creating this company? What do we believe in? Who are we trying to impact? And why are we trying to impact them? And what do we truly believe? How are we going to create these values that are going to direct our decisions and navigate us through the crazy journey of an entrepreneur, the entrepreneur journey of scaling a company, right? So I think the when we come down to what is core values, we want to look at this as this is the soul of the company. And this is also what gives us the decision factors on really navigating our company through the journey. Awesome. Yeah. Thanks for, thanks for that explanation. That makes a little sense. So we, we talked about what are core values, why are they important for you and your business? And the interesting thing is, I think if you ask 100 people, are core values important? Then I think everyone's going to say yes. But then if you ask people, well, what are your core values? Then I think a lot of times people people aren't sure. And uh, and we weren't completely sure either uh, until we, we run through this exercise. So I would love to show you guys and, and walk you guys through this exercise of how do you actually figure out what your values are? And um, I'll, I'll let Eric explain this because he's like, he's really good at this stuff. But I'll, I'll tell you the one sort of like pitfall that I immediately stepped into because as soon as Eric talked about values, I was like, all right, well, honesty, authenticity, integrity, all that kind of stuff. But what's really, really powerful is instead of just picking a few words to actually come up with a phrase that communicates it in a stronger way. And, uh, and that's what we've been doing for our company. So Eric, can you explain what's the difference between just a word and then a phrase? Yeah, of course. So I, I can touch on that. And I, I want to go a little bit deeper on this too. Why core values are important for hosts to really start working into their properties and into their business, right? At the end of the day, we're, we're going to, when we have these values, it's also going to attract the type of business that we want to start working on, right? So if you're a host that has one property and you sit down and you say, okay, what kind of company am I actually developing here? Do I want to create a company that focuses on really unique properties in really unique locations and focus on, I don't know, bringing in and supporting local businesses inside my property. Okay. So we start asking these questions. We start mapping out why do we want to do this? Who are we trying to impact and who are we trying to serve? Right. Again, the soul of the company. This is who we are and how we operate. Right. And a lot of times there's so many different core value exercises that are out there for you to really figure out who you are and how to get to those words. And as Jasper just said, one of the biggest challenges is when people write down core values, they just mention integrity, honesty, happiness, whatever. I mentioned that before when I was talking about my, my uh, personal core values. The challenge with that is they're very vague. And when you go to share that with your employees, when you go to share that with your customers, your your business partners, all of that. There's really no meat to that, 
right? We want to have essentially a story that comes along with it. We want to understand that we want to attach an emotion to these values. So when we're sitting down and I mean, Jasper, we, we've done this a handful of times over the last couple of weeks uh, or last week since we've been planning, working on our businesses, we're brainstorming, talking about stuff, and then we stop each other. And we're like, oh, there's our core value, right? So one of our core value is respond versus react, right? When there's a challenge that arises or if a pissed off customer comes to us or a the cleaning company forgets to clean something and the the guest is really upset and they're screaming at us our initial place is to react to that thing and get defensive and get pissed off whatever where we now have a core value in our company, respond versus react. We're going to stop for a second and respond to that challenge and figure out how to resolve it the best way possible versus reacting to it last minute. So that just gives us a little bit more power, right? So one exercise that we have that we went through that we learned from uh, scaling up is it's a really fun exercise. You sit down and you, you have to get creative and vulnerable and have some fun here. And you want to think the exercise walks you through this thing called Mission to Mars, right? It's from uh, Scaling Up. You can download the sheet at scalingup.com. Essentially, you sit down and you envision, if I'm on a rocket ship, one-way ticket to Mars, and I have to bring five to seven people with me that I really admire, that I want to spend time with, I want to spend the rest of my life with, I want to learn from, and I want to bring them with me because they embody one certain type of aspect or core value, whatever that is, right? So for an example, it could be Brian Chesky from uh, Airbnb, CEO of Airbnb, right? It's, I want to bring Brian Chesky from the CEO of Airbnb with me because what he embodies is innovation and innovation and experience, He's constantly trying to figure out how to innovate his tool, and he's constantly trying to figure out how to create an experience around his business, his product, right, from everyone's using it. I love experiences. I love innovation. And this is somebody that I want to learn from, right? So now we list out five to seven people and we list what we really, really, truly appreciate about them. So Brian Chesky, innovation and experience, right? Uh, Joe Rogan, right? From the Joe Rogan podcast for being constantly curious and asking questions to really understand, being a lifelong student, right? We narrow all of these things down. And then once we we pick our five to seven people and we understand why we want them on this mission to Mars with us, we step back and we write a little sentence statement or a um, story around that thing that we love about them, right? So for example, the respond versus react, we're looking at this and part of the part of the statement that we have, we, we could just say, what could we say instead of respond versus react? So one of our other core values is speak your truth, mm-hmm. right? Because what it represents is is being honest and being authentic. But I think speak your truth is so much more powerful than just saying, I want to be authentic right. or I want to be honest. Because when you say that, you know, everyone can interpret that in a different way. But when you say speak your truth, I think everybody will understand exactly what we're talking about. 
Right, exactly. So it's now, and now what we do is we we can step back and start sharing this with our customers. We start sharing it with our employees, and when issues come up or something comes up in the business, we have an emotion. We understand fully what we're talking about with our core value, right? So to kind of wrap that up, like the the best way to go about this is to step back, list out five to seven people you really admire. It could be any human being on the planet or in history. Write out one or two things that you truly admire about that person and why you want to spend time with that person. And then from there, you can build out your statements around your core values. Now, once you set your core values, this is very important for a lot of people. We feel... And I've struggled with this over the last few years. I mean, I've done core value exercise for a very long time. Uh, This exercise that I did with Jasper just a week ago. I mean, that was the the most clear I've ever got on my core values for a company. One is core values will be very, very fluid for your company for at least a year. So don't carve them into stone. Understand when you set your five to seven, and that's important too, is set five to seven core values. Once you set your five to seven core values, they will be fluid for a year. So as you start growing your company and going through new changes, hiring people, growing the amount of listings that you have, if if that's the direction that you're going, you will be able to, you're going to learn during that process. So you're going to shift and mold your core values. So just know that your core values will be fluid for a year and you want to revisit them every quarter to make sure that they they align with you and your your customers and, and the direction that you're going with your company. And then lastly, the last thing I want to mention on this is once you have your core value set, again, you know, we're doing this because we have a huge goal, a huge vision with our company, and we want to impact people all around the world with this. But even if you're a host that's just running one property, I definitely want to challenge you to go through your core values. It's a fun process too, and it really helps you clarify where you're going with your business and who you want to impact. But once you get your core values, I highly suggest printing those out, putting them on your listings, letting your 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 guests understand who you are. Are, what what you're trying to serve, put them inside the listings, and then see how you can every single day go further into one of those core values. So either you know supporting a local business because you want to you know community building local community is a core value of yours, right? So it's like have fun with the process, and I guarantee you, if you keep going deeper into this and visiting it every quarter, you're gonna have a lot of fun and discover a lot about yourself. Yeah, and one thing that I want to mention as well is just just to give you guys an example of how you could easily implement these these values into into your uh, your Airbnb business. Essentially, even if you have uh, one listing, right? So, for example, Eric mentioned respond versus react, right? Um, because the whole idea about these values is that whenever you have to make a decision or whenever you do something in your business, you can use those core values to guide your actions. And so I just want to give you an example, right? So one thing that I see a lot that I think is uh, is not very uh, not a good thing to do is I see hosts who respond to reviews in a very reactive and defensive way, right? So obviously if you get a uh, a bad review or I don't want to say bad, I want to say like a, a review that has some feedback for you, 
you know, initially we can react to that from a, from an ego place. And, you know, we feel kind of offended, you know, obviously if you, if you rent out your own home, I mean, I, mean, I, re- I remember when I first got a, a critical review, I was, I was furious, right? I was, I felt so, I, fe- I was really offended and I just wanted to argue with that person, right? I want to yell at him, <laughs> but then I, I, I calmed down and I realized, okay, you know, this is, this is not helpful for my business. So instead of reacting, which it, which would be, you know, responding to the review and saying like, Oh, you, this is all nonsense. Like this is completely wrong. Like you're just like the pickiest person in the world, blah, 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 which is going to reflect really, really bad on your image as a host to your future guests who are going to look at those reviews and end the responses. Right? So instead of reacting, you respond. And so how do you respond? You think about, okay, what's the most productive way for me to, to respond to this? How do I, how do I solve this this issue or how do how do I move forward with this and so I think by responding what you do is you know you realize that whatever you write down in that response to the review is going to be read by your future guests and so instead of being defensive and arguing what you do is you know you say like hey thank you for your feedback um, sorry to hear that you had this experience I'm gonna make sure that you know I'm gonna implement uh, these different things to prevent this in the future right now if somebody reads that that person is going to immediately get a great impression of you as a host right so that's just an example of how you can use the core values to to guide your actions and how that's beneficial to to your business did you know that 87 percent of vacation rental hosts want to improve their communications with their guests are guidebooks the answer Well, if you're considering a guidebook for your vacation rental, please take a minute to check out hostfully.com. We specialize in making vacation rental guidebooks that are easy for guests to access, and they include all the most important information. The first guidebook is free, and if you like it, you can always upgrade for more features. Learn more at hostfully.com. Awesome, man. I I love this topic, man. This uh, This is so much fun. Should we give a, a few more examples of our, of some of our core values? Yeah. All right, cool. And then we'll dive into uh, just a few announcements before we wrap this up. But uh, one that I really like, and it took us a while to come up with this one, is um, you know one of our core values is we want to put out content, we want to put out education that has a very high quality, right? That's a very we want to set the bar high, and so we we're trying to figure out how do we word that right? Because just set the bar high or high standards, it's it's still like pretty vague and it's not very powerful. You know, we brainstormed for a while and then suddenly I remembered a, a movie that I watched. It's called uh, Crazy Stupid Love. And, you know, it's about this, uh, it's about, what, what's his name? Ryan Gosling. It's a pretty funny movie. There's this, uh, there's this dude who, uh, you know, he uh, he gets divorced, I think, and he, he, he wants to find a girlfriend, but he has no idea how to do that. And then uh, Ryan Gosling helps him out. And then they're going to go out and he shows up wearing pretty unattractive clothes. Right. And uh, and so Ryan Gosling goes up to him and he and he says, be better than the gap. And he repeats it a couple of times. Right. And so that always stuck with me. And, and so we thought, why not call our core value be better than the gap because it actually makes a lot of sense because we want to create products and coaching and education that's not just better than what's out there we want to create a gap between the next best 
the next best product or, or the next be best coaching, whatever it is. So we want to be better than that gap between us and, and the rest, right? So that's our mentality now when it comes to creating uh, anything, really. You know, every time we, we're going to create something, we are going to look at what's out there now and how do we not just, you know, be better than that, but create a gap between that product and what we're creating. So that's just another uh, example of, uh, of one of core values. Um, do, you have a, do you have another favorite one you want to explain? Yeah, for sure. So I, I love that one. Be better than Gap. It's, you know, again, when we're when we're sitting down in the studio creating content and really trying to figure out how do we take our lessons from growing our business and educate the world on this, you know, it's really easy just to create things and put them out in the world and and just like just create and 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 post, right? But once before we post and before we share it with the world, we're stopping ourselves now and we're asking, is this aligned with our core values? And you know, we look at it and the very first core value we have is be better than gap. So it's is there a gap between all the content that's in the world and all the education and everything else that's out there around short-term rentals and what we create? And if it's not that, if it's not world class information and education. We're going back to the studio and grinding on it. So I love that. Be better than the gap. And then to wrap all this up, you know, one of my favorites, and this is something that I I got from an individual named Tim Kennedy. He's a US Green Beret. He's also a ex-UFC fighter. He ha he owns two different businesses. He has three different TV shows. This guy is just, he's one of my mentors from afar and just like, I truly admire how this man has stepped fully into who he is and brought on just greatness into his life. I mean, it's difficult, extremely difficult to become a Green Beret in the United States. But on top of that, he also became a professional UFC fighter, which is extremely difficult. And then also has three very successful TV shows, has two successful businesses. So all of that in itself is very difficult. On top of that, he's a family man uh, with, with a beautiful wife, beautiful kids. And I just admire all of that, right? And so I, I've been studying what he does and, and the words that he puts out into the world. And I caught him saying this once. He just breezed over it. He said that him and his team regarding uh, the, the US Green Berets, him and his team every single day, seven days a week, nonstop, are in the gym, pushing themselves beyond exhaustion together. Then once they're done with that, they go right to the rifle range and they put in hours of shooting and really dialing in their craft, right? And someone asked him, why do you spend so much time? You're the best in the world. You're Green Berets. You're, you're the best military in the world. Why do you put so much time and effort, blood, sweat, and tears into the gym and on the range every single day? Take a day off, relax. His response to that is our team is so good that every single time I could walk in the gym or walk into the 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 range and I could hit the target 100% of the time. He's like what we're seeking 
I, I can hit the target 99.99% of the time. What we're seeking is that 0.01% that we're off our target or that we miss our target or it's not exactly where we want it to be. They are in the gym and at the range every single day looking for that 0.01%, right? It's not to just put the reps in and just get it done because they have to get it done. They're there to seek failure. They're there to seek their weakness weaknesses, right? So he said, we're there every single day seeking failure. And when I find that failure, I doubled down on correcting that failure and understanding why I wasn't able to put that, hit the target exactly where I wanted to hit it. Or that last rep on the curl that I couldn't get up. Why couldn't I get that up? And he puts it in and puts it in and puts it in until he gets it perfectly. So that long, long story is to explain one of my favorite core values. And this is something that I have in my personal life. And now it's part of our company is our fourth core value is seek failure. So that's that's an, uh, also a really good explanation on how to go about finding the core values that you align with and then how do you work it in. And I mean, dude, we've been you know putting these core values to work every single day that you've been here. We wake up at 5.30 in the morning every single morning literally stumble out of bed, run straight down to the the ocean, jump right into the freezing cold bay. And uh, we, you know, shock our brains, shock our bodies. I didn't want to go into the bay this morning. We do this every, we've done it every single morning uh, since he's been here. And I didn't want to go. I woke up with a headache. I woke up dehydrated because I did a uh, very hot yoga class last night. It was cold. It was cloudy. But that was a me seeking failure because if we didn't have that and I wasn't aligned with that, I probably would have slept in today. I probably would have been dragging today. I probably wouldn't be better than the gap, right? But these things keep us aligned. So yeah, that's one of my favorite core values. And uh, I definitely recommend if you guys want to hear more of Tim Kennedy, uh, check out his podcast on uh, the Joe Rogan experience. And just to wrap this up, what I love about this particular core value is that it drives you to do things that you're not prepared for, right? So because I know that's uh, that's a big that's something that holds us back in uh, in life and in business in general. Uh, when you do something for the first time, like you you know you're afraid to fail, and and that can really keep you from doing it, right? But if you swap that around and you say like, oh, okay, this is this is cool. I'm going to do something new. I'm probably not going to be really good at it, but that's fine because I'm seeking failure and, you know, there's a good chance it, I'm going to fail at it, so that's fine. Uh, I'm actually seeking that. So by seeking failure, essentially what you do is you guarantee that you're trying new things, that you're doing things that you're not prepared for, and therefore you're going to learn and you're going to grow. So it's essentially it... Uh, it lays out a path of uh, of growth and progress. And, you know, that's one of the things that life is all about, I think. So, man, we could probably talk about this topic for uh, for hours and hours. Anyway, so I uh, I hope you guys enjoyed this, uh, this, this podcast. Uh, it's a little different than uh, what we normally talk about, but I think this is really important. And I think as the short-term rental markets are getting more competitive, I think knowing what your core values are and communicating those is actually something that can really help you stand out from the competition. And I think the people that get these type of things down are going to be the people that are going to be successful in the future with their uh, short-term rental businesses, whether that's uh, one listing or 10 or uh, 50 or 100.
we have a couple of announcements. Like, first of all, like we we said um, before, that we're you know we're super excited to be in one place right now for at least a couple months, so that we can really create a lot of content and up our game when it comes to education. And uh, we wanted to kick that off in a really strong way. So we're going to be doing a, uh, a, a training specifically for our community. So my community, Eric's community. Uh, we're going to do a free training uh, next uh, Thursday, actually, March 5th. So Eric is going to lead this. Uh, Eric, you want to explain what you're going to be talking about? Yeah, for sure. We wanted to uh, go pretty deep with uh, a training on specifically, we're specifically bringing value to the individuals that have not yet started their short-term rental business, or maybe you have one property and you're, you're, you've been running that property for some time and you're like, you know what, it's time for me to start growing or I need to start putting some new systems into place, whatever that looks like. We wanted, we realized that we have a lot of uh, listeners and followers in our community that just are not where they need to be or want to be with their business. And a lot of listeners just haven't gotten started yet with their business. So we uh, we decided to put together a really, really cool training that we're going to go live on the 5th. We're not marketing this outside of our communities, as Jasper just said, but this is really specific for the individuals that that really want to just like, hey, it's time for me to start growing this business. It's time for me to, to go out and get my first unit, or it's time for me to really start growing a, a real business here and get multiple units. We're going to dive deep into one of our favorite models, we're coining this the OPP on Airbnb method. So essentially what we're going to be doing is teaching you guys how you can go out, find the right landlords, negotiate the right terms, have everything that you need in place to leverage their properties without any mortgages or major, major risk, put the right systems in place, and then start scaling that to a real business. And regardless of why you want to grow this business, you know, regardless if you want more time freedom, if you want more financial freedom, uh, if you want to grow a team, or if you want to kind of be like Jasper for the last few years and just travel the world off of the uh, the income that he's generating through this industry. You know, this this training that we have coming up will really just give you the tools and knowledge and and really the spark, the the kick in the butt to get it going. So this training is gonna be really, really awesome. I'm gonna personally lead it from our uh, new place here in San Diego on the bay. And uh, I'm super excited. So it's uh it's free to our community. We're gonna send an email out to everybody regarding this. But uh so March 5th, you can head over to STR. Uh, so that's sh- short for short-term rental, strprofitacademy.com and sign up for the uh, for the training. It's going to be about, what, 45 minutes to an hour. It will be live. So we'll be uh, able to answer your questions and kind of kind of connect with you guys. So I'm super excited to uh, to lead that. And uh, we'll uh, we'll be seeing you guys on the 5th. Yeah, so if you want to join us on that training, uh, strprofitacademy.com. You can also go to getpaidforyourpet.com and just sign up for the email list. That's a good idea anyway, because uh, I send out a lot of emails with uh, lots of tips and advice. So sign up for the email list. Uh, you'll get some emails and reminders or or just go to str profitacademy.com and if you want to review the sort of the stuff that we talked about uh, there's going to be a page on get paid for your pad 
uh, when you click on podcasts, you'll see there's show notes for every single episode. So this episode uh, will also have these show notes with all the links and uh, a summary of what we chatted about. So I think this is a uh, something that's really important so go ahead and uh, check out that summary copy paste it into a doc and, and start cranking away uh on these uh, on these core values so uh, thanks for listening everybody hope you enjoyed this uh, podcast hope to see you all on thursday march the 5th next week there's gonna be another episode of course so we'll see you then get paid for your pet get paid for your pet get paid for your pet